The Gospel account of today tells us of the story of a terrified Apostle Peter and his reaction to Jesus' call to walk on the water. Jesus is at prayer on the mountainside while Peter and the rest of the apostles are in the boat crossing the Sea of Galilee. The wind is against them and waves are lashing onto the boat while they are considerable distance away from the shore. Jesus comes to them walking on the waters. He reassures them saying, take courage. It is I, do not be afraid. The early church, especially the Christian community of Matthew, so in this narrative, portrayal of their own experience. They were like apostles in the boat, afraid of the world. Though Jesus wasn't with them, they have no reason to doubt and lose courage. I think we are right now going through a very similar situation with this COVID-19 and corona, this pandemic which has engulfed the entire world. We are worried, we are afraid, full of anxiety. We don't know what is going to happen to us. So this is a very apt gospel passage, God reassuring to all of us that he is in charge. I have a story a story of a young boy, Andrew, who lived in a near Canadian border, Detroit. This young boy, unlike other children, loved a tight rope walker. He was a fan of this tight rope walker. Children of his age would love movie actors or singers, you know, or even uh, some soccer players or football players. But this boy, Andrew, loved a tight rope walker. And if you walk in this room, you would find photos of this tight rope walker displayed all over. And it was his 10th birthday coming up, and the mommy and daddy wants to give him a nice gift. And of course, Andrew's wish in his bucket list was only one thing to meet this guy one day and speak to him and shake hand with him. So Andrew always used to write to this tightrope walker telling how much he loves him, how much he admires him, and the desire is to meet him one day and he can die afterwards. So mommy and daddy decided, as they heard, this tightrope walker is going to coming over to Canada and he's going to pull a tight rope across the Niagara Falls and he's walk on that thin wire. So they took him on the day. A week before itself, Andrew wrote a letter, I am coming there, it is my birthday, and my birthday gift is you. I'm going to meet you. That's my birthday gift. So Andrew and the parents drove early morning. They reached uh, Niagara Falls and the thousands of people, tens of thousands of people are gathered to see this uh, daredevil act. The man went up onto the podium and he looked around and he said, 
This is the very first time I'm going to walk on Niagara Fall. And something is going to be very special today, that I have a fan here, an admirer of me, young boy, is turning 10 years old today, and it is birthday. So he came all the way from Detroit to see me. It is his uh, great wish is to meet me. Therefore, I'm going to call Andrew to the podium. And not only am I going to do that, I'm going to take Andrew, keep him on my shoulder, and walk across Niagara Falls. And he called Andrew's name loud. Andrew, where are you? Andrew, 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 missing. So mommy and daddy, you are standing next to daddy and mommy. There, they looked around. He's not there, he's gone. <laughs> So later they found him by the car and they asked him, you know, why didn't you go up? Why are you so afraid? You know, you like this guy, you admire him, you came all the way to see him and his only one wish you have in your bucket list is to see him. You would have been an instant celebrity today. Your photo would have been all over the world in TVs and social media. What else? And he said, that's correct, mommy. I love him. I admire him, and my wish is to meet him. But I don't trust him enough that I can sit on his shoulder and he can walk on that thin wire. Don't you think that is also our problem sometimes? We love Jesus, we admire him, we hang a crucifix around our neck all the time, we have photos of Jesus in our room, maybe in our car, in the prayer book, we tell Jesus, I love you. But when Jesus calls you and tells you walk across the water and he's standing here, will you do that? When Jesus asks you to walk on that thin wire, he's going to do that. He's going to put you on your shoulder, on his shoulder. Will you say, yes, Jesus, I will. I have uh, three examples to give you. These three examples could be alluding to your own life and you might think I am talking to you. The first example of a young man called Jerome. Jerome, it's a Sunday morning for him. He is in a warm bed and cold outside. Should he leave that bed and go to the Sunday mass? He knew if uh, his friends come to know that he went to church for mass, they're going to tease him. They're going to ridicule him. Will Jerome be able to obey the gentle voice of Christ calling him to walk across the water of cynicism to listen to the word of God? Second example, Mary is a single girl who has become pregnant. She is heading into the middle of a storm of protest from her parents and from finger-pointing neighbors as soon as the news breaks. Then she's offered a very quiet way out, a quiet abortion before the storm breaks over. No one will ever know. But then she hears the voice of Christ inviting her to trust him. Will she have the courage to walk on the troubled waters. Third example, Jennifer is a young mother 
with three children. Suddenly her husband leaves her and the children for another woman. She feels hurt and betrayed, lonely and full of anger. Then she, she hears the voice of Christ inviting her to trust in him. Will she have the courage to walk on the troubled waters, relying on the word of Christ? I can give you more examples of similar kind. You might be able to give me more examples as well. So today, what else Jesus wants me to do? What God wants me to do after reading, analyzing, and contemplating on this gospel passage when he invites you and me to walk on the water? I shall give you another story. I know you like stories, right? This is a real story. All the stories are real, but this is more real. <laughs> so, the famous 19th century French death-defying entertainer, Brontin, his real name was Jean-Francois Granvold. It's a French name. I don't think I pronounced correctly, but don't worry about it. No. So just call him Blondin. So made his first tightrope crossing of Niagara Falls on the November 30th, 1859. 100,000 people gathered to this daring feat. He walked 300 times until his death. In order to entertain his audience, he walked blindfolded, pushing a wheelbarrow, sitting down midway, then cooking and eating an omelet. Just imagine. Have we anyone seen Blondin? I don't think so. It was two centuries back. The year 1881, Blondin was to walk a wire across Niagara Falls with a man on his shoulder. The rope walker cautioned his young colleague, we are about to risk our lives. The responsibility is mine. You have nothing to do but match my movements. If I sway to the left, let yourself sway with me. If I sway to the right, do the same. The only one thing for you to do, sway with me. The young man who sat on a bald in shoulder, they successfully walked on this thin wire, later on settled down, married, and became a church leader. He grew fond of saying, I learned more religion and more about God on that wire that day than in my entire life. I learned that the only safe and sane way to live is to sway with God. Proverbs chapter 3, 5 to 6 tells us, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. God's word provides truth for our living. You will find your life very blessed by trusting in God and his word. I encourage you I request you and I ask you to trust in God. 
let his word guide your life and grow in your faith in him and you will learn and you will learn to sway with god amen